0: Mm -hmm. I'm actually surprised that we actually got this far. The seasoning. (laughs) (laughs) Season three, the seasoning. The seasoning. (laughs) So what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Improvatory, the podcast that tells stories through improv. It is officially season three. Uh again, I am very surprised. But in Peter's terms it is the seasoning. (laughs) So so this fall. (laughs) So this season is probably gonna be uh a bit different compared to the previous two seasons, but we'll we'll I'll I'll discuss that at the end of this episode. But I felt that since this is the third season, might as well start off with the third and final chapter. In the invasion trilogy, which is now the siege of Yorktown seventeen eighty one so is it is that the last one we did? no the la now I'm about to get into for everybody who's just jumping in on this one this this series has been going on since season one and season two, and so the whole premise is during the American Revolution invaders from Mars came down and the British and the Americans had uh, decided to team up and take on this new threat so during their desperate hour at in 1769 commander George Washington you know he led his little trip across the Delaware before ending up getting killed and then uh, as we're searching for uh, Sergeant Brian, who had the plans for uh, for the invasion of uh, one of the bases, so us three—Private Anth- uh, Special Recruit Anthony, Private Deshawn, and you know now Commander Peter—we find Sergeant Brian. We get, we rescue him. We got the plans. Then we return the base, only to find out it's decimated by the mothership. So then five-year time skip goes on later and it is the Battle of Bunker Hill 1775 where in that uh, time frame Sergeant Brian is is pretty much killed by saving uh, Peter's life before getting eaten by a bunch of zombies by the way which the zombies are uh, the infections from an alien virus which is you can listen to the previous ones to understand all that so anyway Commander Peter has been stripped of his rank and then stripped in prison because they believed him to be a traitor. And then we had our dog, Julian, and uh, Captain Deshawn and uh, Anthony is still a special recruit, but I don't know why. But anyway, he, he's still around. <laughs> so Wait, are we talking? To- wait. We're in Battle of Bunker Hill now, which was the last one that we did. No, no, I'm a special agent. Aid- Yes, you're a special agent now then. Yes. So that happened. And then in the last defense of uh, Bo- um, of what is it, Boston? whatever it was, Bunker Hill. And Bunker Hill was the final defense after liberating a city from you know the invaders. The invaders launched an attack on Bunker Hill. Me, I'm in defense of it with uh, our dog Julian while Anthony and Peter go to an unknown, what they believe to be invaders tech, like Martian tech. So they go there and they discover uh, a Martian defense system which turned out to be a part of what uh, subspecies of Martians had used to, you know, they landed before to defend against the invaders. So it turns out Peter is of the martian subspecies and he is there to help take back the colonies and save the world from the martians which leads to now after some odd years they have planned they plotted schemed and did a bunch of things to now take on the mothership which has now been taken refuge above yorktown and this is the final battle Find
1: out this time on Improvistory, stories told through Improvatory.
0: All right, so it's 1781, uh, just over, just be outside of Yorktown. We have the British Army, we have the English, uh, the American Army, led by Commander Peter, who has gotten his rank back, only because he has helped out with all these plans over the years, trying to, and since he knows about the. Uh, Martian uh, tech and information and all that. So they plotted for so many years and they had brought him back as commander and they managed to get French uh, reinforcements that are coming in from the sea. So not only do we have this battle gonna commence on land, but we also have sea support with all these ships, which is led by me, who is the captain, with Special Agent Anthony at my side.
2: Where is our French support?
0: They're incoming. uh, We've received word that they're going to be here within the next hour.
2: As soon as they get here, let me know when they're here. We must meet with their commander, Marquis de
0: Lafayette. It's very specific, but yes. All right, sir. Yes, yes. So until then, what must be... He is
2: a good friend of Hamilton.
0: Uh, so, uh, so until then, what what must we do?
2: We must make our way to their hidden bunker, because there is a scroll that allows us to get access to their main mothership. If we access that scroll, and I put my blood on it. We will have access to their mothership. Where's the Where is the Where do we
1: retrieve the scroll, Lord yeah. Commander Peter?
2: In their
0: hidden bunker. Where is the hidden bunker, Lord Commander Peter? I don't know hidden. I mean, you should know because you're, you're the <laughs> you're you're our, you're our leading guy here, man. <laughs> Luckily, German Shepherd
1: Julian, who could not be here with us today because Special Agent Anthony forgot to invite him, uh, <laughs> had already picked up a scent on one of the enemy troops that he had designated as a special agent under the Lord Command of the head of the Martian army, he who's heading back that's to the hidden so, bunker. So and, and he notified and the rest of us on the <laughs> ship, giving us an indication of which direction to sail to find said hidden bunker, which actually turned out to be underwater. Oh, so Damn with with Deshaun at the helm and wherever Lord Commander Peter is, he meets up with Special Agent Anthony, and we embark above sea to the direction where German Shepherd Julian is indicating that we should sail. Now, so we sail for about four hours um, north of Yorktown to a uh, mountainous... Four, four hours? Underground. <laughs> four, it takes, we're on an old-ass boat. It takes a long time no. to get there, all right? This is like 30 minutes on a, on a today boat. All right, but
2: They're a all long. the same. Have all there. the boats are we're the same. We're sailing
1: against the wind, okay? It took four hours. That's how long it took i'm not budging on that
0: all right right. so we go (laughs) to the
1: mountain and uh underneath the mountain uh, this mountain has actually been uh well known in folklore to have a large uh cavernous system underground but no one has dared to enter it because the sea is usually very rough in this area and it becomes impossible for anyone to get into those caves unharmed because they would be smashed up against the rocks however the strangest thing that Special Agent Anthony noticed when they arrived was that the sea was dead still, like it had never been before in this area.
2: As I go to reach my hand in the water, it instantly burns my skin. Why? Mm. It's hot? Yeah, <laughs> <high. old. laughs> uh, okay. It's uh, I guess it's uh, okay. it affects Okay. for some reason. Okay, <laughs> okay. It, it's, it's, it's probably- It's in the water. So then, song
1: reaches into the water. And it's hot too. And, and it's cool.
0: It's because of the salt water. We're, we entered the cave, but it leads down to a chasm into, like, some underground system with, like, an underground uh, lake or, like, water system under there. And so uh, here's something about Martians that we didn't mention in any of the other episodes. Uh, the Martians, they're susceptible to salt water, so, which is why it's always burning hot to them of the salt uh properties inside the in the water whatever so that's why martians always wear like this plaid armor that protects them from any of that Or they they're inside their ships and everything because they you know water doesn't affect them there me and anthony we tell commander peter that since you know we're we're human we'll swim down and find whatever we're looking for while you wait up here because we don't know we don't we don't have any of that armor stuff for you and then i asked commander peter what of the troops back at where they're plotting to siege yorktown uh and they're being led by his uh second in command who is actually waiting awaiting the arrival of the french and then also uh the germans they're coming too so me and Anthony, we swim down, and we hold our breath. And uh,
1: we have a basically like a type of technology that we actually scavenged and like adapted from a Martian wreckage, which basically is like a, a modern-day flashlight. We were able to quickly develop from one of the Martian ships that we had down during battle. Thanks, so this had thanks to the Commander. A useful tool in the army, um, which we strapped onto our. Uh, onto ourselves and swim underwater water so we had some light and we swim for about five uh... minutes and we eventually rise up into a cave um, so it's a very like large cave, we, there's some left hand to step right on so we get under there, uh, it's very dark but you can hear water dripping and um, there's like some some little bit of natural light coming in from somewhere in the cave so with that in combination of our flashlights we're able to see that there's actually some like wiring and metal panels put down on the um, the landing zone where we just rose up from, leading down further into the
0: cave. So, so me and Anthony, we we go uh, and embark down through the cave, and we come up to uh, a panel that has like a little uh, sliver slot. We started looking around, looking for like a way inside, and uh, it. To Anthony, it reminds him of when uh, him and Peter had went and found that uh, that drop ship from from back in Bunker Hill. So uh, he said it's probably the same way has uh, how it was then. So he looks around and he finds a little sliver on the floor that's like shiny, and he picks it up and he puts it inside the slot, and it glows, and the panel activates and. Uh, He presses the button that activates the the door. So the door opens, and then me and Anthony go inside. Meanwhile, uh, Commander Peter, he uh, decides to go check on the ship. Uh, He he goes back to the ship to see how the crew is doing. And in the distance, they see uh, a whole armada of Martians uh, heading uh, hovering across the sea heading towards
1: Yorktown. So we turn off our flashlight so that we don't draw attention from any Martians that
2: are lingering in the cave.
1: And we see the location of where the scroll is being held. So we try to discreetly make our way across. Uh, and we're, Things are going pretty well m- mind, up until...
0: Mind you, this is us thinking that there are Martians in there, but it's just booby trapped. Right. So things are going pretty well until all of a sudden
1: Deshawn steps... Uh, on a new steps forward and hears like a click underneath his boot so he freezes so special agent Anthony says whoa whoa, whoa, whoa." hold on so I I walk over and I kneel down and I look underneath Deshawn's boot and there's actually what looks like a, um, a red trigger that has uh, cables running uh, to like a nearby um, outlet that goes underground so us not being sure what to do uh, I, I look over at Deshaun and, and ask him for guidance as I am only a special agent under his command
0: yeah, but I'm like uh, <laughs> you've been through all this before so I'm, I'm just here with you <laughs> you should know this I'm pretty sure this is a
1: pressure trap and if you release the present on that boot, then I don't know what will happen. It could either mean the death of you, the death of both of us,
0: but or the death of mostly, everyone.
1: It could mean the death of the human race. <laughs> <laughs>
0: for if we do not
1: retrieve this scroll, Peter cannot save us from the Martian
0: onslaught. So, so I tell Anthony, and there's only, and there, there, we could have, op- we can figure out options for this, but there's only one in mind that I have. I'll stay on this platform. Uh, I'll keep my foot here. You, you go onwards and retrieve this roll, And then we'll make our way back. So then Anthony is like, uh, all right, that's fine. Uh, we'll, uh, uh, and then he continues onwards. And then he looks around, cause you know, it's a high tech Martian, whatever. So it's one of like their little, Science bases that they had to for research trying to research the the in like terraforming the earth to their to their needs and stuff like that and Anthony fine Enters through one of their research rooms like one of their facilities of like showing like how they could like hi um, Their their tech and their cloning and all this other extra stuff and then he he finds uh, an interesting uh, weapon for en- going up to a, a, a door, and it, it's cracked open. So he just pulls it open, and he enters to find like a bunch of wires all over the place, and there's like a little—it's um, it, like a little SD card, which is the scroll. And uh, he doesn't know that it's that, but he just says, "All right, it, it, it looks important, so I'm gonna take it." So, he, he takes the, the, what is the scroll, <laughs> and then takes the interesting weapon that uh, was interesting to him, and then he runs uh, back to me, and then I decide to move a little bit early, which I shouldn't have, because then it triggers uh, a failsafe trap, which has like, you know, automatic, um, basically like AI that, that starts shooting at us or whatever. Like, the the defense, the security system. yeah. Yeah. And then
2: it separates a wall between the two. It separates a wall between the two and then enters another wall where they both have to meet up. They have to go through a maze, essentially.
0: So we make it out and then uh, we get, uh, we meet up on my ship to where Commander Peter warns us about uh, the incoming armada and so I have my crew go at full speed heading back to Yorktown. So meanwhile at Yorktown as we're on our way there the second in command um, has met up with uh has gotten his the the battalions ready so you got the British you got the Germans and the Americans they're all together ready in their squadrons and the first wave of uh, invaders are coming so you have all the ships in the air, but they don't move and they're all wondering why. And then all they see is a, a wave of blackness coming around from the ground. Like it's like a black wave that comes over a hill and just starts filling the ground below. And uh, so the second ink of everybody's wondering what's going on, what's what's happening. And uh, one person decides to use one of the monocle things, the. the telescopes, and looks closely, and it's nothing but a wave of zombies running right at them.
1: So this is essentially the Martian's last attempt at scourging their plague of zombies across the U.S. to basically weaken what little defenses the human race has remaining and take over the planet. Uh, these zombies are like a common tool that the Martian invaders use anytime they've moved from planet to planet. Um, they essentially feel like they're minions that they use to, to demolish yeah. like any resistance. It, it was so, so, seen. so knowing what happens, um, or knowing what's about to happen, we know that we don't have any time to waste. So we sail our, blo- our boat uh, as close as we can to be aligned with where we can see the, the mothership is right above us. I'm um, trying to get Peter as close as possible so that uh, the scroll can have its maximum effect when he uses it.
2: As Anthony came to the scroll, ask the boys to surround me read the prayer
0: of my people. Read the prayer? <laughs> this is it's for it's George it's
1: Washington. It's this, it's is made for <laughs> this is oh, for German Shepherd Julian. Oh, German Shepherd's the dead? We killed off. And this is for Brian, I wait, he died at some point.
0: Wait, German Shepherd Julian is dead?
1: Yeah, he died. Yeah, yeah. How? Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> he
1: drowned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <This>
0: terrible.
1: <laughs>
0: he drowned over the years yeah. <laughs> during one of our faithful missions. Uh, no. So,
1: this is for all of them folks. This is for Brian. I don't remember what role he had, but he was alive at some he, point. He was, he
0: was a sergeant and then he died sa- saving Pete's life.
1: So we all gather, we all (laughs) gather around Pete's scroll, and we know that once Pete uses the scroll, it might mean our salvation, but it also means that this would be the last time of our beings together in Mm. this universe would be present with each other. Mm. We weren't sure if we would see each other again until another lifetime, somewhere Mm. else. So, so we we shake hands and we make sure our friendship is bonding us beyond. This life into the next. As Peter opens up, I
2: grab a knife.
0: Nope. I open this. <laughs> he,
2: sl- he, he slits he his, slits his, slits hand, his hand. hand, and then he drips, he drips it on drips, the drips, mi- drips. On,
0: on the the micro SD card, <laughs> and then it a- and then it activates a beacon. And in that
1: moment, a holy light, a saving beacon, our. Salvage from this terrible, terrible scourge of a Martian invasion that has plagued America and the rest of the continent, uh, the rest of the globe, I mean, for years now. This light beams Peter up into the mothership as he heads to take control of the entire Martian fleet. He lands right inside of their control room. Because now that he's in the mothership, he has to make a choice. That's so right? easy. So there's a couple of switches in front of him and he has an idea of what each one does. Now, he didn't mention this to his colleagues because he knew that they wouldn't understand and that this was the only way. So he has a choice to on one side. He can flip the switch and erase the zombie scourge, giving the humans the upper hand and destroying the majority of the Martian fleet. But In doing this, he would forever bond his Martian DNA to all humans. They would never be the same. We would all essentially develop into the same subspecies that he is. That is the only way that we would be able to resist the zombie scourge. Because he has the DNA in him to be able to resist that. But if he presses this button that wipes out the zombies, it essentially puts a pollutant into the air when mixed with human DNA would morph us all. We would never be the same. The other choice is that he decides that the easiest way to keep the Martians from ever invading another area, as he had once had his own home invaded, right? A subspecies of Mars. He would wipe out all life within this colony. Now he doesn't do this. He doesn't do this without heart, right? This option may seem pretty poor on, on, on the surface but remember that Peter has seen what the martians do if he just chose to rid the world of the zombie scourge and give the humans the win here right these martians would just move on to the next colony and the next and the next and they would never stop always plotting a next invasion and when
0: he, so he, means, he means colony he means another planet <laughs> yes we are a colony yes. <laughs> so Peter has that place. so before he can even make a choice uh, right when he dis- uh, has subtly made a decision, which we don't know, all power gets redirected to the central core of the mothership, which is where the uh, my, the, the Martian hierarchy, the main one, we'll just say the one, what he uh, has to do is now he has to go uh, to the central core and cause the ship to implode on itself. So, uh, Pete alone grabs a weapon from one of the, the dead Martians and he sees that there's a bunch of cages full of infected and he lets them all loose and to attack all the invaders. Cause you know, zombies, uh, even though the invaders had like managed to herd them together and try to control them, they don't really have like full control so you just see a bunch of zombies Um, you got like the the super Martian mega-zombie so they're wrecking havoc all over through the mothership so as Pete makes his way to the central core
2: as I make my way to the center I stumble across one of the main generals main headquarters so where I also find the coordinates to where their home planet is the home colony I grab the coordinates from the general flight and then continue my way to the main center. And then I soon as I enter it, and I plan to send this ship while on self-destruct mode to the headquarters, so be- knowing that I'll never see my friends again.
0: <laughs> but, but before any of that though, me and Anthony, you know, while the whole battle is going on, the French finally arrive, and uh, there's like a naval battle going on at sea, and you have zombies and Martians uh, against the colonists so me and uh, Anthony where we want to we felt bad that we couldn't go with Pete into the mothership to help him because we know that he probably needs some help so none other than a really well-known inventor by the name of uh, Ben Franklin with the help of Peter, during over the years, they managed to steal one of the Moto Motos and managed to rework it so humans can use it. So me and Anthony, we decided to take it over and head over to the mothership to assist in any way we could. So as Pete was making his way uh, to the central core where he was going f- where he had found the coordinates and. Uh, is ready and set the self-destruct uh, system the and an initial like lock happens so he wasn't able to do it right away but me and Anthony with one final uh, assist uh, we managed to destroy one of the support systems on the mothership that allows you know that to happen and then
1: you know Pete's at the core now. That moment, before Pete launches the ship into its final destination, saving the galaxy, the final frontier. (laughs) 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 We all sense that this would be that we would never see each other again, and we all look up, feeling this uh, this shared uh, uh, experience that the revolution had finally
2: as I press the button I make sure to look down at the earth so you will one last farewell to my friends
0: and then it, and then the then the, then the <laughs> mothership uh, goes into light speed and leaves the planet <clears throat> and then that's all you that's all, all me and Anthony see. And then It
1: goes boom, <laughs> and we are all saved. And then, except saved. the people that got eaten by the zombie scourge, <laughs> while Peter took his sweet time getting to the launch. Those <laughs> people are definitely dead, along with Brian, German Shepherd Julian, George Washington, um, and a couple other. of the rebels. Um, and a couple other most people. Most of the humans on the planet, uh, but there's a uh, handfuls that are definitely, definitely alive. Yeah. So and that sir is the story of America mm-hmm. that is the story of the revolution that is how we separated from so, the Britain uh, Imperial army the so, sun never sets on the Empire
0: yeah so so af- af- cool. after after the ship blows up and everything it took us two hours to get rid of all the zombies and since the mothership blew up it's we pulled the whole little uh, Avengers Chitari uh, thing where after the mothership is gone, all the invaders are deactivated and killed or whatever. So after all that, all the said and done and the American Revolution is over, uh, me and Anthony, we retire from the army and try and live peaceful lives. Except for Anthony, he decides to end up going back and being a, a special agent. And so- special Agent. And so, uh, and I, I keep- documents everything. So, uh, yeah, I, write, I read a, a diary of, a, of everything or, uh, after finding that Commander Peter had, had left a diary. So he had a diary of uh, recalling all the stuff that went on since the start of the, the war. There was a uh, transmission that Commander Peter left. That, that, that's the story of the invasion and the revolution and the trilogy is over. And that is it. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that, that was our first episode. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, the way the way the business model now, uh, Anthony knows it already, but he had to step out. So, we'll, instead of how we did uh, twice a month, we're only gonna do it once a month. Oh, Anthony is back, hello and route
1: to a vehicle from
0: the future nice so anthony has returned even though we had finished the story (laughs) but yeah i was just saying that so you know this season is going to be a bit different where instead of we we had uh an episode come out every other week so there was like two episodes a month we're just going to do once a month unless you know there ends up some grand epic story that we do that has to be cut into two.
1: If you want, you can do like a, cause then you wouldn't, cause that one I know like requires a lot of editing. But then if you want, we could do, we could still do two a week, but just do one just like, or not two a week, uh, two a month, and just do like one off topic one a month that like doesn't need to be edited. you
0: know. Yeah, I mean, we could do that too. That's fine with me. Like as far as like, uh like you know how like we have the story episodes those right now yeah. i'm i think it, it's good that we will do once a month but if we end up like having one where it's like yo we just want to talk and then we just you know record while we're talking then yeah i could do that too that's that's fine with me so we'll have like you know bonus episodes from here uh here on and but the main model is season 3 is once a month and then unless it's some grand epic thing and then we put like a two-parter or something yeah so that, that's how that's how it'll roll and louder. the book for season 2 is delayed until further notice thanks to covid but it yeah. will uh, i will pro- i promise it will be out there sometime soon but season 3 is here Guys, yeah.
1: Follow me oh, on Twitch.
2: I am Gamer Man. <laughs> yes.
0: you are Gamer Man. And
2: follow me. <laughs> and follow yeah. me on YouTube, Confessions of an Acting Freak. And That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, you know us. You, you know you know where to find. The Improvatory
1: Boys occasionally play World uh, War Zone. Check out our content over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: See, see Peter get crushed by a crate.
1: That happens way
2: more often. Than you think. It really does. It truly does. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> I just want the crate. <laughs>